California continues to show they are the dumbest state in the union. Speaking of California, COVID just won't go away. And everything is racist. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, I got to tell you, I'm really annoyed today by two things. First thing is that uh, my computer, like I told you yesterday, I told you yesterday my uh, my USB ports were bad, which means I have some sort of uh, deal wrong inside the computer, and I couldn't get I couldn't get my microphone to work. Well, so I went out yesterday and I figured this computer is about five years old. I use this thing every day. It's it's a constant thing. Even when I'm not doing podcasts and stuff like that, I use the computer to write my book and things like that. So I decided I was going to buy a new computer. Now, I bought the exact same computer because this thing I'm actually really happy with. I'm really happy with this computer. So I bought the same computer and I got it for a discount. It was $300 cheaper than the computer I have right now. And then I got a 20% discount because of, I don't know, Christmas. And so I thought, this is great. So I, I, I bought the same computer. And then guess what happened? Uh, well, we we shall see, but suddenly everything started working again. Now, that doesn't mean there's not a problem with the computer, but the fact is I had to spend a few hundred dollars buying a new computer. Now I've got the new computer coming in today, and... <laughs> And I may not need it. So I'm going to have end up with two computers. Well, okay. The second thing that annoys me is Christmas. Well, not really Christmas. That's, that's not true. That's not true. Not really Christmas. It's Christmas commercials. I have yet to see a Christmas commercial that says to me, I'm in the spirit of Christmas. I watched some of these commercials... And the worst, the worst are the ones by the phone companies. Two, Verizon and AT&T released a Christmas commercial. And I was just, no, 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 no. Folks, by the way, all phone commercials are terrible. I can't think of one phone commercial. Do you know how bad the the cell phone commercials have gotten, the phone company commercials have gotten? I would rather watch insurance commercials. That's how bad they are. But anyway, I digress. That's just a personal thing. So let's get let's let's get to our 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 dumbass uh, our Kamalaism of the day. And let's let's start this. You know, we won the Revolutionary War over England, basically to get rid of England, get them out of our politics, get them out of our society, get them out of our culture, have them stop taxing us, all of this fun stuff. But for some reason, they won't go away. And for some reason, the American public is still interested in hearing from these people. Now, I like Queen Elizabeth II. I, I did. There was nothing wrong with her. But I didn't watch any of the crap uh, crap celebrations or whatever they did. I didn't care about that. I saw her funeral. I saw a little bit of her funeral. And 
I thought these guys are stupid. I mean, come on, just bury her for Christ's sake. You don't need to waste two weeks. But anyway, for some reason, the American public just needs to have, um, needs to have the. It needs to have England in our, especially the royal family, in the middle of our crap. Now, Prince Charles is a jerk, so that's not really going to be an issue anymore. I think we're at that point that it's really not going to be an issue anymore. But they won't go away, and they keep coming back. With that said, in comes Prince Harry, or whatever he is right now, because we don't know what he is. And Meghan, uh, Meghan Markle, who, by the way, is a pure narcissistic sociopath. And now they're doing this Netflix special that explains, I guess it's a two-parter too, that explains why they left England and the royal family. Netflix just released a trailer, and I got to tell you, it's pretty much everything I thought it was going to be. Because Netflix, even though they're trying not to be as woke as they were before, this is a pretty woke trailer. And I'm sure Meghan Markle directed this stuff. I mean, you could definitely tell she was acting. So let's listen to this trailer. And then I've got a couple of things to say about it. It's really hard to look back on it now and go, what on earth happened? That? that is the sound of hearts breaking all around the world. She's becoming a royal rock star. And then... Everything changed. There's a hierarchy of the family. You know, there's leaking, but there's also planting of stories. There was a war against Meghan to suit other people's agendas. It's about hatred. It's about race. It's a dirty game pain and suffering of women marrying into this institution, this feeding frenzy. I realized they're never going to protect you. I was terrified. I didn't want history to repeat itself. No one knows the full truth. We know the full truth. Do you remember a time when these idiots left England, left the royal family because they wanted privacy. Mind you, privacy in their $25 million Beverly Hills mansion with their kid and all the security that is still provided by the royal family. Do you remember that? Oh, by the way, and they're getting money monthly from the family too. So that, that's not what it is. Prince Harry, or whatever he is, is an idiot. That's what it comes down to. He is married to a sociopath, to a narcissist. Did you hear what the what this whole thing was going to be about? Meghan Markle being a freaking victim. If you do not remember it, go back and listen. They were referring to Meghan Markle in 15, right, 15 seconds into the video. And then they, and then they brought up um, gender and they brought up race. Of course they do that. Gender, racism, whatever. I mean, this is, the, this is what she does. 
because she's that's going to be the way that she gets into Hollywood, and that's what she wants. That's her goal. Get back into Hollywood, be a D-list celebrity, and 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 move on. You know what's really sad about this thing? First off, they don't give a damn about the, that kid. What's going to be sad is when she leaves, when Prince Harry or whatever he is, Prince Harry's shine begins to fade. Because here's the thing, she she's no hero in England. She never was. She keeps saying, oh, she was a hero. She was a rock star. No, she wasn't. We got people, people have been banned from set because... And English people have been banned from TV shows, from talk shows, because they said, no, no one thought Meghan Markle was great in England. They thought she was kind of a narcissist, and they thought she was kind of trying to leech off of Prince Harry's fame. What's going to be sad is when Prince Harry's star begins to fade, that means her star is going to begin to fade. And then she's going to take the kid and leave him. That's what's going to end up happening. And guess what? He's going to have nothing. He's not going to be able to go home. He's not going to be able to stay here. He will end up going home in the long run. And then she's going to be a miserable old broad that doesn't... These people are going to be irrelevant in a few years. And I don't mean 10 I mean, two or three. This Netflix special, which again is all about wokeism, it's gonna it's gonna bomb, and it's gonna it's gonna cause controversy, which is what Megan wants. She wants controversy because that's the only way she keeps herself in the public spotlight. Then she can go and do more interviews with uh, Oprah and start crying again because that's what she does. She even did that in the clip. And, and that's going to be it. And he's going to go back and that's it. We are, we are watching a train wreck. In real time, we are watching a train wreck. And, you know, I hope the train wreck happens because I don't like either of them. I think he's an idiot. She's a narcissistic sociopath. I, she would be a serial killer if she didn't meet Prince Harry. Guarantee it. One of those gals writing manifestos and crap. Anyway, okay, let's get, uh, the dumb continues in um, California, and I, I was going to talk about this yesterday, but it really does. So, according to Daily Wire, a reparations task force created by Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom is kicking around some large sums of $223,000 to give to each qualifying black American residing in California. Newsom created the nine-person task force in 2020 as a social justice measure to promote, quote, equity, end quote. Quote, as our country reckons with our painful legacy of racial, racial injustice, California again is poised to lead the way towards a more equitable, inclusive future for all, the governor said at the time. Now, mind you, this this task force, yeah, they're all black uh, Black Lives Matter people. So I, it doesn't seem like it's real equitable on that task force. But continuing, 
The task force maintains a legacy of housing discrimination should qualify some black Americans in the state for, this is important, for a total compensation of $569 billion, or about $223,200 per person. Housing discrimination was just one of the areas the group was looking into, though meaning those totals could increase. The effects of mass incarceration, unjust property seizures, devaluation of black businesses, and health care are the four areas being examined, according to the New York Times. Okay, so basically what they're doing is any black American can sit and make a claim to these reparations. And by the way, with some of these stuff, uh, a lot of white people can say that too. But if you've ever been arrested, that's like being a slave. If you've ever had your property seized, even an apartment building that the owner sold, that's slavery. Devaluation of black business, which, by the way, the last I heard, black businesses devalued the most in 2020 during the Black Lives Matter riots, you're a victim of slavery. And health care, even though, yes, you are 230 pounds and your diet is bad, that is slavery. So they're really throwing it up. And, and by the way, this whole thing is going to cost $569 billion. Last year, the California was projected to have a $75 billion surplus. And that was because the U.S. government was giving money away. Now we find out we have a $25 billion deficit. What these morons are proposing would double our current budget just for that program. Our current budget is $303 billion. Now they want to add another $569 billion on top of that? I'm maybe I'm way off here. That's a trillion dollars. Of course, we still have illegal alien problems, a drug problem, a homelessness problem, mental health problem, a crime problem, an energy problem, and a housing affordability problem. But we should pay black people $223,000 a year because well, I they're black. I guess that's it. Let's call it what it is. It's a redistribution plan. Tax the rich, give it to, well, black people. And of course, I'm sure that will expand to, I'm sure that's going to that's gonna go and it's going to expand to trans people and gay people and things like, because that's what California does. I don't think this will go through, I, but I'm, I can't be sure it will. It won't, because Gavin Newsom is a freaking idiot. Okay, speaking of California being crap, uh, um, let's talk about the crap state's a-hole, Los Angeles. Mask mandates are coming back to Los Angeles. According to ABC News, Los Angeles County may soon reimpose indoor mask mandates as COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations continue to rise. During a press conference Thursday, L.A. County Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer said the largest county in the the United States has reached medium COVID-19 transmission levels and will require face coverings 
if it reaches the high category. Now, listen, I, I think I do believe we should be wearing face coverings in Los Angeles. I do, I do believe that, but not because of COVID. I believe we should be wearing face coverings because of the stench of piss, crap, and pot. That's what you smell in Los Angeles. And trust me, I go to Los Angeles probably six, seven times a year. By the way, Barbara Ferrer, if you've ever seen a picture of her, type her in right now. Barbara, standards, Ferrer, F-E-R-R-E-R. Type in, take a look at what she looks like. She looks like a corpse. This woman, I, and that's not figuratively looks like a corpse. She literally looks like a corpse. Walking dead corpse. She is one of the scariest human beings to see I've ever seen. And by the way, she's not even a medical doctor. She's a, a, a medical administrator. So she doesn't even know what to talk about. Now, the article continues. As of December 1st, uh, Los Angeles County is averaging 2,490 new COVID-19 infections every day. The highest number recorded since August 26th, according to the health department data. By the way, 2,490 out of 8 million. Do the math. There are 8 million people in, in, I'm sorry, there are 8 million people in Los Angeles. In the county, there's probably around 15 million. So you do the math. Anyway, continuing. Ferrer said the real count is likely much higher due to several people testing positive with at-home rapid tests and not reporting the results to health officials or due to people not testing at all. Okay, why are they not testing? Why are they not testing? By the way, what's the real question here? How many people are... It's not even how many people are experiencing severe disease. The question is, how many people are actually dying? I mean, it is flu season. COVID is here for the rest of our lives. You're going to catch COVID if you haven't already. If you haven't multiple times, because there are like 80 different versions of COVID. How many people are dying a day? Well, in LA, the big number is 14. But of course, they come up with excuses. It could go higher. Yep, it could go higher. I could also grow another four inches so I can get over six feet. What difference does that make? No one is dying from this. Now, here's my point here. It's not even that COVID's really bad and things are bad and whatever. Um, it's not. COVID is not bad. In the entire state of California, I think it's less than 200 people die. I, uh, It's nothing. The flu will kill you. RSV is putting people in hospitals right now, which is that just respiratory. It's the flu. RSV is a big name for the flu. Here's the thing. This is what I say about Los Angeles doing this again. F Los Angeles. I'll go F the people of not only Los Angeles, but of California. These people keep voting these idiots in. They voted Gavin Newsom in again. They voted a leftist mayor in Los Angeles again. That leftist mayor is not going to can this for our broad. You guys voted for this. You got what you deserve. Wear your effing masks. You play stupid games. You win stupid prizes. There you go. Okay, next story. 
everything's racist. Hey, yeah, I, by the way, I apologize. I, I, I realize that my tone is still kind of off. I have to, since I upgraded to, um, since I upgraded to Windows 11, apparently my microphone is a lot more sensitive than it was before. So I have to adjust the microphone and everything. It's getting better now. I think we're going to be okay. So we'll see. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. So everything is racist according to CNN. So <laughs> this was kind of fun. So according to CNN, as the United States rolls back the clocks one hour this month to absorb, it was this was a couple weeks ago, but I didn't want to forget it, uh, to observe the end of daylight savings time, many people got a bit more sleep than usual, but some not as much as others. Growing evidence shows that the lack of sleep and sleep disorders, such as obstructive sleep apnea, remain more prevalent in the black Asian and, his, Asian and Hispanic or Latino communities. And these inequities can have long-term detrimental implications for health, even raising the risk of certain chronic diseases. This is really a long article that explains why sleep loss can be bad for you. It doesn't exactly say why it's affects, it affects people of color worse than white people. It's just a really long article. I read the entire article and it never discusses that. But I mean, we're just supposed to assume, yeah, well, if a white person sleeps the same number of hours, which isn't enough, as a black person, um, the black person is more susceptible to disease. I don't know where they come up with this. I'm not going to read the entire article. Go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and take a look and read it yourself. There's never a discussion as to why black people or people of color are more affected. But whatever. They did try and make some sort of attempt in this next section. So let's listen to this. Several social and environmental factors that can interfere with sleep are more common among black and Hispanic or Latino people in the U.S., Carabayo Cordovez said. She is one of these, I, again, this is further down in the article. She's a gal that they, an expert, and I put that in air quotes because can't trust experts. Anyway, so she said this, quote, among those are housing conditions, noise pollution, light pollution, air pollution, stress from different sources, including perceived racial discrimination, and jobs or working conditions, he said. I guess it's a he. I thought it was a she. I, no, I'm being a sexist. Anyway, he said, adding that the convergence of all these factors may explain why getting the recommended amount of sleep may be less, may be, quote, less common among black adults than among white adults. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, I got to tell you, I've always lived in cities, big cities. I used to live in Los Angeles, San Diego, San Diego. I used to live in a place where a light was flashing through my window constantly and I couldn't get to sleep because I need absolute dark. Aren't those cities? I, I'm white. Don't I suffer through the same distractions that anyone else does? Of course I do. The point of the article is everything is a racist and our entire system, including daylight savings time, must be torn down because it's racist. 
Listen, I don't like daylight savings time either, but let's get rid of daylight savings time because it's just not necessary. Let's not start making up crap that isn't really necessary to make up. This is just a dumb article. And of course, CNN was beaten down because of this article. So we'll have to see. Okay, I, I, I can't wait. I could. There's no way. Thank God I can't skip this one. I wasn't going to wait for this one. So the last, I've got two more stories. They're just stupid. So let me get to this story. Drew Brees is a formal, a former NFL quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. He got into trouble a few years ago. He wasn't doing coke off a hooker's ass or beating his wife on video or anything like that. He said he would not kneel, he would not kneel during the national anthem during the George Floyd mess. Because he loved the country, and he thought it was a great country, even if a couple of stupid cops murdered a guy. It That almost ended a Hall of Fame career. Luckily, he was able to go two more years, but he spent those two years under scrutiny like crazy. Drew Brees is a Christian conservative. I don't even know he's that conservative, but he is very Christian. Okay, and that's a bad thing for the left. The media, the media, even though he's been retired now for a year, continues to hate him. But the problem is they're really making asses out of themselves to show how they hate him. So according to TMZ, which this shouldn't be that much of a shock, Drew Brees' recent commercial has left a lightning has left lightning strike victims enraged with. M- a major, a major, mind you, organization ripping the NFL superstars, quote, inappropriate and, quote, disgusting stunt. The New Orleans legend went viral on Friday after he faked getting struck by lightning as part of a promotion with Points Bets, Points Bet USA, duping some people into believing that he was actually injured by the lightning strike. If not worse. Okay, I saw the commercial. I didn't get the commercial. It was very hard to figure out what they were trying to sell and fun stuff like this, but whatever. The article continues. The lightning strike and Electric Shock Survivors International. That's a group. Lightning strike and Electric Shock Survivors International. By the way, this that is that one of the major groups you've heard of before? That's a major group. Really? An organization that has members in 13 countries that help those impacted by similar accidents got wind of Breeze's commercial, and they tell TMZ Sports they're not happy. Quote, the recent Drew Breeze lightning commercial is an inappropriate, disgusting method of promoting gambling or any TV commercial campaign, end quote. A statement from the L-S-E-S-S-I says. Of course, you knew what their acronym was because um, you've heard of this organization before. Quote, this is a deadly injury. It is disappointing to see the continual ridicule of lightning and electrical injury survivors in comical light in which it is presented for a commercial gain and profit. My God, that's a story. There is an actual victims group for lightning strike victims. 
That's all I have. I, I, I have no opinion about the commercial. There, it's just, I can't believe there is actually a victim group for lightning strike victims and electrical victims group, support group. I, that's it. I, it's just, I, 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 okay. And it finally happened. It, we're saved. We're saved. And this is some great news. And it really shows how the W, the World Health Organization, the WHO, and the CDC, Centers for Disease Control, are taking command of a situation. It also shows that the Biden administration has really got their grip on the importance of pandemics. They are going to control pandemics. Okay? So what do they do? They've decided to rename monkeypox to mpox. And what is this going to do? End racism. They did it. Racism is over. Because these racist bastards, for some, for some reason, thought that when you say monkey, you're automatically thinking of black people. So, good for you. Good for you guys. You did it. Ended racism. And now we do not think, well, I never thought of this. When I heard monkeypox, I thought it was started by, it was discovered in monkeys in Africa. I didn't think of black people. I'm just saying, I didn't think of it. But the Biden administration thought of it, and the CDC thought of it, and the WHO thought of it. That when you say monkey, you're talking about black people. That's not racist, by the way. It's racist if I think it. I never thought that. But if it's racist if if I think it. It's not racist if they think it. What a bunch of freaking morons. Okay, I got far more for you tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed it. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass Talking Politics. Thank you.